Hello everyone, I'd like to welcome you to the very first edition of How to Play with Your Kids and What to Expect. I'm your host, Katie. Um, I'd like to do a little kind of recap because that caught most of you off guard if you're a listener, so I want to talk to you about what I just said, really. Um, I spent a lot of time this whole entire journey um, on the podcast, and I've spent a lot of time thinking about what it is that I would like to contribute to the world. So we'll this will be our, our disclaimer and then we'll move on. Um, and what kind of level do I want it to be? I want it to be pure and I want it to be just for the sake of helping. Um, things that I've stuck to my childhood are like reading Rainbow, um, Magic School Bus, Bill Nye the Science Guy. So things that are just legit. Just a great way to get information. You don't have to be part of anything. You don't have to pay for anything. You don't have to um, do anything. It's just information to help you be a better person. And so when I thought about those are my favorite kinds of media, well, then it dawned on me, well, that's what kind of media I want to put out into the world. I want it to be on that level. Um, and I'm skimming over a lot of things, obviously, because I'm just so excited to get to what I've come up with. So I hope you like it. Um, this, I am so incredibly proud, and I feel like I have finally found my purpose. Um, and so if you are just tuning in, you are so lucky, because I feel so excited and happy, um, and I just want to share all of this information with you. So from now on, the podcast will be titled, and I haven't changed it yet because I didn't want anybody not to have it in their inbox when they got it. Um, oh, I wonder if that is the case. I wonder if you subscribe to something, if it changes names, if you're still subscribed. Interesting. I'm not exactly sure. I'll, I'll have to look into it. But from here on out, the podcast will be titled How to Play with Your Kids and What to Expect. Um. So let's jump in because uh, I have a terrible time explaining things and it's easier for me to just show you. So um, I want to start with, I have two different categories. I have toys and games. So I'm going to go over toys that I use um, and how that can go wrong uh, and games that I use and how that can go wrong. So in front of it, um, I'll just say toy and then tell you. Um <laughs> None of this is going as smoothly as it planned in my head, so I just want you all to know that. Okay, so ready? How to play with your kids and what to expect. Toy. Uh, pool noodle sprinkler. Literally just shove the end of a water hose in a pool noodle. Um, I choose to cut the pool noodles in half sometimes. It's easier for them to hold, plus now I have two or three or however many I need, depending on how many kids are out there. Um, the whole thing is just a big wiggly mess that you can swing around. So what do I mean by that? Um, you just literally shove a water hose into the whole end of the pool noodles and twist until you can get it as deep as you really want it. And the deeper that you get it, giggity, the deeper, uh, or the better, <laughs> I said deeper again, the better it is, the more quality it is, right? So now I can hold it. It's not going to fall off and I'm swinging it around like an idiot, I mean, just having a great time. The kids love it. I'm getting wet in this scenario because I'm playing. Um, but you don't have to play. You can just be around and get a little bit wet. And it's hot outside, so you won't die. It's fine. Um, also, I have played with this toy and this pool noodle sprinkler on the trampoline with the kids. And that is fun as hell. 
that's just bananas. So if you have a trampoline, it really takes this pool noodle sprinkler to the next level. Okay, so what do I expect? I expect hitting, obviously. I expect face splashing and people to get upset. I, I expect taking it too far in general. Um, it can become a big swinging penis, so that's something. Um, as long as they're not hitting each other and playing with it to the point that someone will get hurt, I mostly just kind of look away. I mean, if I'm not playing, I don't get involved. I don't care. Y'all, it's chaos over there. I gave you a pool noodle on a water hose on a trampoline. I mean, I don't expect a whole lot of, like, great child behavior going on. Um, I learned through reading a TED Talk book that, um, oh, that's all talking about how kids should be kids and just stay out of it and how important that can be to their learning and development. And I completely agree. Um, obviously, I just said it. Okay. Um, the next toy we have up is a pretzel bucket sprinkler. Yes, you heard me right, friends. Um, Costco has those big pretzel buckets. You can just pop holes in the top part or bottom part or side parts or wherever you want. Stick the water hose right down in the top of that bucket. You can even cut a hole in the lid if you want it to fit tighter. Or you can just stick it in if you don't even know where the lid is. True story. And um, the water is heavy enough to hold it down. As it kind of sprays out of these little holes that you've created, little patterns, whatever. It can be fun. It can be like a little doll shower. It can be um, a matchbox car wash, a baby sprinkler, whatever. I've also used orange juice um, containers as well. So the the um, Simply Orange has the big ones with the handles. I've used one of those as well. But anyways, um, honestly, the possibilities are endless. Uh, and my favorite part of this, oh, well, let's move on to expectations. And I, I cause I think I put that in the, sh- in the show notes, um, expect on this one. I recommend just not telling them anything. If you try to make a fun game, um, and they follow then hell yes. I mean, right on girl or boy, sorry, people. This is a gender friendly podcast. I'm changing it all up, switching it up. This is for all parents. Who want to play with their kids and not hate them. Yay! Okay, moving on. Because hating them is is straight real. Um, So, what was I talking about? Oh, yes. Um, So, if you can get them to play with you, awesome. Right on. Kick ass. Um, But I just like to put out one or two things that are, like, random and kind of let them just decide. I don't really say anything. I just throw stuff out. Uh, on like a table or something Um, and they usually choose something totally different anyway so I don't really try to be like a cruise director on this Um, also if they hate it okay whatever it's trash I was literally gonna throw it out Uh, I tried to reuse it so that's rad Um, and now it's just gonna get thrown out like it would have been in the first place so there's no loss here on your wallet Um, all you really lost was time and it didn't really take that long So, um, it's the best possible outcome as far as I'm concerned. I love to use trash as toys. So you'll be seeing definitely more of that because again, like I said, if you break it or you lose it or it's boring, I'll literally just throw it away. It was going to the trash anyways. I was being a nice person by trying to reuse and recycle. So, um, there's no skin off your back. It's not like you spent $40 for no reason, which happens to me constantly because people are always telling you. Oh, you need to buy this and you need to, oh, this is so great. Oh, this is great. Oh, 
Um, or if you're like me, you get sucked into some bullshit you saw online. Um, and now it seems like the best possible toy and you just have to have it. Um, and it's just not the case. Um, <laughs> trash is the best. Um, case in point, my next toy, we have a broken pen. Um, so Magnus brought me a pen and, uh, didn't work anymore. So I broke it apart to show him how it worked. Um, we mostly just, I kind of laid out the pieces and I just talked about what the pieces were before he just immediately thought it was stupid and just grabbed, which is fine. He's little. Um, so he grabbed, um, and then what he ended up doing when I left him alone, keywords, leave them alone. Don't tell him what to do. Just stay out of it. It's, it's amazing. They're little genius babies. So he grabs the pen part that has the ink and he starts throw, slowly threading it through the spring part, um, which was what he was supposed to be doing for his therapy. So boom, he did it all by himself. All I had to do was let him play with trash, literally. So all you really have to do um, most of the time is just be there to help show them stuff like just be there to look at him to make sure they don't stab themselves in the eye with the pen to make sure he doesn't eat the pen to make sure he doesn't uh, throw the pen like a javelin shove it in his diaper whatever dumb crap he's gonna do you know he's a baby um but in this case okay well wait okay I gotta back up because in this case he proved me wrong and he didn't do anything dumb and he did exactly what he was supposed to be doing for his therapy so that was pretty rad so I'll, I'll back up off him I am also having such a very hard time talking clearly because I am so excited to share all this stuff with you. I feel like I have finally found my purpose in life and how I can contribute to society and I just feel so awesome. Okay, next. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. So that toy, the pen, um, my expect notes say nothing. This is just something to keep them busy for a second. If you get more out of it, um, then you then you have stumbled. Okay, I'm going to start over because that was ridiculous. Um, this is something to just keep them busy for a second. So if um, you stumble upon a situation where it's learning conducive, hell yes. Um, but do show them those little springs inside of pens because they're really fun. Um, but the expect is really just don't expect anything. I mean, you're just showing them trash. If they don't like it, who cares? Throw it away. So you're just taking the five seconds to be like, is this interesting to you? And if they look at it and see it and they get interested, yes, you might have just bought yourself two more chapters in your book that you're trying to read in your lawn chair, whatever, you know. Um, so now we have a game. Um, this just says draw on them. They love it. Who cares? Crayola washable markers are so rad. Magnus loves to make himself a canvas, and I will draw little shapes on him when we are coloring. Um, I, yeah, I love coloring on kids. Just draw little hearts on their hands. They think it's so special. You know, they love stamps. Um, so anything like that, there's really no reason to not do it, um, except for that. Um, so under my expectations here, we'll just move right on into it because it says some kids hate this feeling. So some kids don't like it. Um, and I was one of these kids. I don't really like it. It's weird. I don't want to have stuff on me. I don't like face paint. I don't, like, I used to draw with myself on a, with a pen, but it's not like a good feeling. You know, it's not like soft. Um, so it's just one of those things that I really think you need um, permission to do. So I want to give you permission verbally. 
because it's always one of those weird things that you're just like, I mean, there's really no reason not to, but it seems like kind of immature and maybe like, I don't know. It just seems like you're not supposed to draw on babies, but who the fuck cares? You can do whatever you want. So, um, Magnus loves it. I had a little cousin, Emily, that just adored it when she was little and I used to love it. She used to have all her babies covered and everything. She used to cover herself in markers. Um, it's just a nice way. I mean, people get tattoos. It's the same damn thing. They're just expressing themselves on themselves. It washes off. It's fine. Plus, if they get it all out now, maybe they won't be, you know, neck tattooed later. So, mm, pick your battles, man. So, um, now I'm way off topic. Let's get back. <laughs> um, so I wrote, I can't think of a reason not to. So I'm just going to give you permission. If you're just waiting for someone to give you permission to do it, mm, do it. But do use washable markers because true story. <laughs> when I was like first on the scene of parenting, I made some very stupid mistakes. Um, so please do not make those. Please let me learn for you and only use washable things. I know you like to be spontaneous and opportunistic, but washable is an important word you need to look for. Okay. Um, one time I had to empty a bathtub three times and use a steak knife to clear the drain. So shit gets south real quick. Washable. That's a story for another time. Um, now you may be thinking, mm, oh, wait, I want to say this one part because I did write it. I hate clean kids. Uh, what do they do all day? Why is your kid clean? Are you cleaning them all the time? Or are they just not exploring? Because that makes me feel so sad when I see a little clean kid. Unless we're somewhere that they need to be clean. I mean, wipe their face before they go into a restaurant. You're not a fucking animal. Okay. Um, but when they're at home or in the backyard, mm, it's no rules, baby. Do what you want. You want to take a bath in mud? Hit it, friend. Okay. Tons of rich white people pay a lot of money to take mud baths. It's fine. Just do it. Uh, ringworm is also real. So, side note. Um, exploring is messy. You may be thinking something like, um, but now they are messy and I will have no way to clean them. <laughs> Water is your best friend, friend. Just fill up the sprinkler. Go in the pool. Fill up a bucket of water. The problem cleans itself up. Bring baby soap out if you're really feeling expert level. I find that when I try to direct things that even seem like it might be something I want them to do, the kids can smell my blood and they immediately fight me. So in this case, what I like to do is just put out water and not talk. So um, I spend a lot of my day just kind of like bringing things out of the garage and not saying anything. So if they're busy and they're playing markers or whatever, you just kind of put up the water in the background, don't really say anything, um, and then go back to the markers. They'll eventually get bored and then wander around and be like, oh, shoot, there's a sprinkler out. Yes, please. Um, you can do it any way you want. And that's the, um, I want that to be very clear at all times. You're going to hear me say it as many times as I can possibly get it in. You can do whatever you want. Like, whatever you want. If your kid likes taking baths, then it's easy for you. And you can be like, transition time. It's time for a bath. Now we're done with markers. It's time for a bath. Um, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. So you just have to constantly be filling up your Mary Poppins mind bag 
with these little fucking tricks. And then you go in there during a chaos time and try to remember and pull one out. So if your kid likes bad, if your kid likes baths, this won't be a problem for you. My kids don't want to stop playing outside ever. So water, backyard baths, things like that. If you're under the age of four, shit, five even really. Fine, just take a bath in the backyard. Uh, I don't want to go inside and get all that stuff up and then fight with you. And now we have to take all this stuff inside. That's my selfish reasoning. And I'm not really concerned about it. And we'll talk about it later. Um, but whatever is easier for you is what you want to try to to steer them into. Because this is all about how can I get the most fun out of my kids with the least amount of work on my part. Um, that's my <laughs> daily goal. Okay, the kids are happy, you're happy, everyone's happy. It just works out much better. Everyone gets what they need. So if fighting them to take a bath after the markers is something that you literally have tried and you can't handle it, don't do it. Just don't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Your kids will be fine. They don't need that memory of writing on themselves or creating huge messes. It's totally fine. I have a friend who does not like messy things. Um, but yet she'll spend the entire day out in the yard covered in, in mud and gardening and her kids will do the same. So it's fine. They're still getting, it, it's, it doesn't matter what the format is. They're still exploring. They're still using the world around them. They're still touching. They're still learning. It doesn't have to be just markers. It doesn't have to be just Play-Doh. So always remember that. Um, it's all about you. Um, so sidetracked. Let's bring it back. Okay game. Um, so the other day I made a car tent. Um, I have a blanket in the car to hang out in the grass whenever, and it can also be put to tent use. I wait in the car a lot. I also have an umbrella in the car because if I am happy, everyone is happy. Um, so I love how this is segmenting right into what I was talking about. So I'm just going to read through all this and so that I don't repeat myself, but I want you to, um, to really, really let this sink in for you, please. Um, if I'm happy, everyone is happy, and I can put out fires a lot easier when I'm happy. In fact, that brings me to my next pro tip. Always have useful shit in your car. We all have so much junk in there, but if you're going to have it in there, at least make it work for you. Um, so I have the following at all times, and this is not necessarily to the exclusion of. Um, I probably have more things in there, but this is my list that I came up with kind of on the fly. A ball. Um, always have a ball in your car. Always have a ball in your car. A big tapestry or blanket. It has to be just right though. So this is where my kind of selfish needs come to the forefront. Um, I need to use it as a blanket, a fort, a roof, or a fort roof, a towel, a blanket for warmth, a mosquito cover. The list is endless for what I use blankets for. Um, even when you get it to the um, playground and shit's wet, if I don't have my towel, which I forget because it has to come inside to get washed more often than the blanket, then the blanket is the towel, baby. Use the corner, let it get wet, and then we can sit on the dry side. Because, um, well, and in that case, like I said, it's very big. So we have a big family. So um, it has to be big enough for six adults at least. Um, and that's just our family size. So every family size is different. Um, in fact, you may need one or more, more than one blanket. You may need a smaller blanket. It doesn't matter. Do whatever. Um, baby wipes and diapers, obviously. 
Um, a generic men's shirt and a generic pair of flip-flops in a size that can fit most. Um, in a size that can fit most is like a men's nine in my family. So that can fit more than um, half of the people. And then the other two can just get like, I can just like throw in a flip-flop pair. But like you can get crappy flip-flops from the Dollar Tree. It doesn't matter. Um, everyone can wear a men's small or medium in an emergency. Um, true examples include the case of an exorcist-sized vomit by a child onto you in the middle of a restaurant when you are five minutes, 45 minutes away from home. So, true story. True story. Um, filled up my favorite sweater pockets with vomit. They were filled with vomit. Um, on another example, uh, or another example, when a child exorcist vomits every piece of broccoli he's ever eaten in his life into the backseat of your car. You know. Possibilities are endless. Shit happens. You're going to need a new t-shirt and uh, sometimes a pair of shoes. And that's just my family. Like I said, whatever your family wants. Two umbrellas, sunscreen, and a bug, and bug spray. Snacks. Yes, snacks. Um, they won't melt, so I always choose carefully. Um, dehydrated fruit and the individual little snack packs are a favorite of mine. Nuts. Um, bags of chips, especially individual ones because they won't um, get opened and left. Um, beef jerky, etc. Um, those little baby yogurt bites that you can get in the little bags. Anything that won't go bad in the car. It really just depends. It changes all the time. Uh, it just depends on what I have my hands on. But there is always a snack bag in the car. Or I will straight murder everyone. Okay, spare headphones. Uh, again, for obvious reasons, just have head headphones in the in the center console. Um, so as you can see, my stuff is mostly comfort stuff. And so that's what I was talking about earlier. You can have whatever things that tailor to your family's needs. My point here though, is to make the chaos work for you. You, you're, you've got toys in there. You've got Cheerios, you've got all that shit in there. You might as well organize it and know where it is so that it can be like your Swiss army knife when you're out in the real world. You can just always hit, if I can get back to the car, psh, I got you, boo. I got whatever you need, what you need. Um, and I pride myself on it because we we have been stuck so many places literally um, across the country. And I've got to make do with what I've got. So lots of scenarios have, have just presented themselves to us just because that's the way we live our life. It's fine. Um, I'm not saying that if you stay local, that's, that's fine too. I'm, I, I literally just mean if I can get to my car during the fair, during festivals, during an airport trip, if I can get to the car... I've got everything I need, usually. Um, and that is based on literally just me wanting it that way. <laughs> so I just want to be comfortable and happy and have everything we need. So that's just something that I put in the forefront. But it does make my life easier. So what to expect? It's important to note that no matter how much I plan ahead, when we are out and a, pre a situation presents itself, um, I am inevitably caught unprepared. So that sentence was fucking terrible. So sorry. I will check my editing again carefully next time. Um, so when I'm out, I plan, I plan for inevitable bullshit. It's inevitable. Um, true stories include how we almost peed on Santa, how we had to wear only pants because we were out of diapers and wipes and one of us just pooped themselves. So then we had to go into a public restroom, take a sink bath, put on regular clothes, go see Santa. And then immediately after we got off Santa, we peed into our Crocs and all over the floor of the mall. So 
But hey, still one of the funniest stories ever to tell at my family um, when my family gets together. We all love that. Shit's hilarious. We literally seconds away from peeing on Santa. Okay. Um, oh, well. What are you going to do? Nothing. Um, so try to just understand that no matter how much time and effort you put into shit, it will go south. It will. It's part of the job. You can't take it personally. EMTs don't take it personally. They just roll up their sleeves and they try to help people. Momming is very similar in that you have to do it. Yeah, it's super annoying um, that you told the kids to all bring their shoes and socks at least 10 times before you left. Yeah, someone did forget. Mm -hmm. And now you got all the way to the park for your hike and you don't have any shoes. Oh, well. I mean, what are you guys, what are you going to do? I was supposed to be supervising, really. Now I have to run to the cheapest store I can find within 10 miles. Whatever. Job hazard. So always just expect the unexpected, which is such an overused phrase, but it's just so good. Expect it. Be ready. Your job is chaos. You have to put out these little fires all day long. Everyone looks to you. Is it fair? (laughs) No. But you're the adults. Sorry. It sucks. But put the badge on. Get dressed up in uniform. Loosen up and go to war. Let's do this, baby. Gotta do it. Be ready. Be ready for vomit. Uh, Be ready for fighting. You got it. Okay. Now I'm just getting silly because I'm having fun. Okay. Another toy. Balls. And I've already talked about this. They're in my car. They're in my house. Um, balls. Just let balls hang around in a basket. Playing ball in the house keeps my sons busy as hell all week. They just grab them. They bounce them. They throw them at each other. They roll them. They kick them. They dunk them. They balance them on their noses like seals. Whatever. Um, expect. You must be thinking, um, no, what the fuck. But I'm also realistic and really just not a dum-dum anymore and to the level of the kind of ball playing um and the kind of balls inside they're they're monitored very heavily so we have four sons a dog and a husband and uh, i'm gonna be honest with you stuff rarely ever gets broken i do say y'all better calm that shit down sometimes um and they listen because they know that i'll take those balls outside and pop them and throw them away because i ain't playing um so if you do say something you better be serious about your follow-through um but that's a whole nother topic um So I currently have a blow-up globe um, and a blow-up soccer ball. Um, So they're just like light beach ball types, just a blow-up ball. Um, There are ball pit balls, though, that are just like all over the house. Um, They have a container, but they they just get randomly discovered, and then people play with them. So that's fine, and I don't mind because those are super chill kind of balls. They don't really hurt anything. Um, And so I just keep a random bin of balls, so... Um, do expect them to become breasts though. So, um, I I mean, I, if your kids don't do that, awesome. Awesome. I've literally yet to meet a child that doesn't make them breasts. So I feel like you're really probably a lot more mature than me and on a level that I can't even comprehend. Um, but at our house, they're breasts. Um, also expect whining. Oh my God. If, if, if there's a game that shows up if the ball okay so we can throw the ball around and we can catch it we can throw it we can kick it we can bounce it (laughs) but if we start to make a game 
someone always whines. Someone always feels like they're not good enough. Someone always feels like they're not getting the rules. Someone feels like they're not scoring enough. Whatever. So just expect that. It gets ruined. Game's over. Fine. We just find something else to do. Um, someone usually pegs someone a little too hard. Because uh, the bigger kids um, <laughs> and their mom sometimes um, will take it too far and throw it a little too hard. And um, those things can sting when they hit you. I mean, it's not, a, you know, it's an indoor ball we're playing, but it got too far. And now we have to bring it back down. So um, just expect it. They're not geniuses, right? So um, if you hand them a ball, they're just going to keep going until you tell them to stop. Because they're trying to figure out how to live in the world around them. Where the lines are. So don't get upset. Just say, oh, remember? That's not what we do inside. And then if they do it again, then you can be like, I told y'all to knock it off. I'm bringing this ball outside and I'm throwing it in the trash. So this is your last morning. And then inevitably on the third time, it'll get taken away. Whatever. Now you have to do timeout. Whatever. It's part of your job. It's literally just a thing. You just pick them up, move it. Or if you're feeling in a good mood and you've had your coffee, which I haven't had yet today, so I'm leaning more towards shut up, everyone, go away. Um, but now if I, if I have my coffee, I can be prepared to pull something out of my Mary Poppins bag and say, oh my gosh, what's your favorite color? And then distract them. And this usually only works for like 10 and under, I'm going to be honest with you. Because like once they hit 10, they've got your number. They know what the hell you're up to. They see you. So um, then it becomes slightly more difficult. You have to up your game a little bit. But I digress. So. Next toys, um, because we're not even halfway through this um, little document that I've made for you. And I just want you to know every single solitary thing on here because I'm just so happy to share it with you. Uh, I cannot even think I'm so excited. Um, chalk. Sidewalk chalk. Chalk tracks for cars. Um, follow the lines. Chalk games. So you draw lines. They walk over. Um, I drew a target on the sidewalk. Uh, we broke twigs into little pieces and sat in chairs in a circle and just kind of threw the twigs at the target. Um, this was a no score thing. So if you just hit the red part, you got to scream, I win. Um, then I used the broom to be a Zamboni and clear the ice. And so we were kind of, shh, shh. Um, then we had to play the song, I want to ride a Zamboni, which if you are unfamiliar with, you should definitely Google it because it's a very fun song. Um, but I, I grew up in a hockey house, so I know what a Zamboni is. But a lot of you don't. But it's the um, tractor that – it's like a it's like a tractor street cleaner um, that just refreshes the ice and puts down water. It kind of scrapes up all of the loose ice, turns it into water, and puts it back down as a clean sheet. <laughs> you learn something new every day, I guess. Um, anyway, so I was the Zamboni. Um, and then, you know, we kind of drew back over it, and uh, that's it. Um, maybe you can lead uh, – because then it was chaos and we had to clear the field of all the sticks and twigs and then we collected them up and then we did it again. Um, but this was important because the second someone else came out, they tried to make rules and ruin the game. No. You can't come out and into a game that you weren't part of and make up different rules and start getting upset. So then you have to take a break because then I had to take a break and have a talk with someone about how you got to read the room. You got to see what's going on and how this is like street rules. We don't win. We don't keep score. We're just playing. So every time you get it on the red, you just get to scream, I win. 
Um, and then the next person gets it and go, I win! Um, so that's it. So it's very, it, it's a fine line you walk because you can almost always, in my house especially because we have so many people, you can always count on one person trying to ruin it. Tr- <laughs> I said trying to ruin it like they had power. Okay, correct saying. What, what I really want to say is someone will come out and someone will feel inevitably left out, insecure, not prepared in some way. They will get angry and they will lash out. You can expect it. It is fine. This is not a personality flaw on their part. They're babies. They have no idea about their feelings all the way up until they're like 20 as far as I'm concerned. They still have shit. I don't even know what I'm talking about, y'all. I'm still a baby. You can still hurt my feelings and I'm still insecure. So that's probably just not even true what I just said. Everyone has feelings. Try to remember what it's like when you are on the outside of a situation, you come into a situation and try to try to try to help them navigate those feelings and try to be calm and try not to tell them they're ruining everything, which is what we feel like. I feel like you're fucking ruining everything and you love to be negative and you just fucking love sucking the life out of things. Um <laughs> But those are thoughts and not words we say because they're not true. And if you calmed down later, you would see that you don't really feel that way. So just remember in those moments to zip it up and try to, um, I was trying to explain to someone um, recently street rules because I said it and he kept thinking I was saying straight rules. So, so I'm trying not to mumble as much. Street rules are when you were little and you used to go out and play baseball or football in the street or tag or whatever there was rarely rules because the more rules you put on it the more someone now was completely immune to your force field and they can't be tagged but everyone else can be tagged um so I like to say street rules in my house which just means we're not going to compete this is not the olympics this is not the nfl you don't have to be the best the fastest the strongest this is about playing the game. This is about hanging out. So um, you may want to come up with a different phrase at your house. But I find that quick phrases are so easy to really just, you're almost like an operator. You're unplugging one of the lines from their brain and rerouting it to a different place and plugging it in. So all of the connections are all still made. You're, you know, you're just moving them around like, no, 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 that's okay. We're going to do this way, though. Yes, I know you like it this way, but today's this way. Um, and try not to put them down or hurt them with your words because it's so hard. Um, I digress, but that was very important. And I just want you to know that words are so important. Please watch what you say to them. You can think whatever the hell you want, though, just straight up. I mean, you don't even want to know what I think about it half the time. Um, I'm just kidding. Y'all know I talk a lot. You'll know. Um, okay. Um, so I said, oh, also a fun game with sidewalk chalk is to sit back to back. And we kind of learned this little game in therapy. Um, and I'm going to tell you a quick little story. Um, you sit back to back and one person has a picture in mind, uh, and you, they try to tell you how to draw it on your side. So the blind person essentially, so the person who's following the instructions say, let me start over. Okay, so player one is like, draw a straight line. 
And player two is drawing a straight line. Now, they'll just draw the straight line wherever. So you have to say, so then you add different words like draw the straight line in the middle of your legs. Draw this. Nah, damn it. That's a penis. Okay, well, don't do that. Ugh. <laughs> okay, start over. See? It's chaos. You just have to go with it. Just fucking go with it. Keep being redirected like a ping pong ball. Okay, so you sit back to back. Player one has a picture in mind. Let's pretend it's a heart, okay? Player two has her back to her, so she can't really see her. So then player one will say, draw two humps that look like an M. Okay, so then that person draws, player two draws two humps that look like an N. And then player two would say, on the left side, make a diagonal line that comes down directly under the center line of your M, et cetera, et cetera. So this is a level up or level down for kids. So level up for ease. I mean, level up for difficulty, level down for ease. Um, something that I really did learn while playing this game was... I don't listen and I don't give good instructions. So the communication breakdown between the children and me was 100% on, on me. Um, and I, it was, it's fun to play games like that and kind of notice you're not being as clear as you think you are. So um, that's a fun thing. But then you can like try to do different pictures or you can try to just blindly do things and then guess what the picture is or make the picture into something. Again, let them lead let them lead um they'll come up with all kinds of crap they're way cooler than you are they like so many cool things and they're so open to new things um so just let them take the lead and and you might find something that you like as well um expect them to get bored uh I have to say that sometimes I get super into sidewalk chalk and then for a long time we all just kind of find it boring um so if you see they don't care just quit or come up with something else you know, it's fine. It's easy. Just um, if you really are set on sidewalk chalk because, girl, you just, I mean, guys, everyone, you just got yourself a drink and you want to sit down because it's nice and shaded by the garage finally because it's 3 p.m. and you just want to sit on your ass. Cool. Check it. Every time I want my kids to do something, I say, nah. -uh. So uh, if you say something like, oh, I bet you can't draw a fish better than me, they'll be like, yeah I can and boom now they're drawing fish and you're sitting on your butt in the shade done done yes and then when they draw that fish ooh, you better say it's the best fish you've ever seen you better point out all the fins and all the eyes and love the fish because you just got five minutes to yourself you're welcome okay you're welcome from yourself I meant so like high five yourself because you're the one who did it this is all about team you, baby. Team parent. Okay. Um, another toy. I keep all of the free and extra pieces and wrenches from box furniture sets. Um, they're smaller in size, therefore lighter than real tools. So um, in the inevitable event that the kids get in, get hit with the tools because they'll throw them or drop them on their toes or whatever, um, it won't hurt enough to be serious. But it is enough to say, hey, this is not a toy. It's a tool. And I... You you should go slower with it because it's a tool. Um, so bonuses, the texture and smell and feel is essentially the same. Um, so they get the fun feel of real, which is all they ever really want. They just want it, everything to be the same as yours. Um, so it looks and feels exactly like yours, which is so rad because they want to be you so bad. Um, and this is a fantastic opportunity to teach and practice tool safety, which is very important to me. 
Um, expectation alert. Tiny children will eat this and put them in their mouths. Choose wisely or wait until older. Um, with my kids, one and a half is fine. Um, I don't really have mouth kids. Thank God. Thank God. I know y'all's struggle is real. If you got mouth kids, I'm so sorry. It is so hard. Um, they're different. So you just got to tailor that to their situation. So I apologize um, that this won't help you as much. But um, for example, my babies have always crawled over everything I'm doing. I let them touch and play with damn near everything within reason. I really do. Um, they're beautiful empty canvases of possibility and they soak in everything adults do. So you may be thinking it sounds annoying as hell and I would like to ensure you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so annoying. So annoying. But I don't care. Uh, I have to do it. Actually, I do care. I just have to do it. That's the part. That's the important part. That's the work part of your job. That's the work part. Holding it together. Being patient. Uh, I'm a leaper and not a walker. <laughs> Obviously. So to streamline the process, a typical situation will be as follows. Putting together a bed recently, I was accosted by Magnus because I had what, in his opinion, was a random box of wonder that was literally dropped right outside. So you get the picture. He can't resist helping. Now, here's the important part. Take a moment to just see it from their eyes. You're so cool, and you have something so cool. Yelling right now would literally ruin everything. It would ruin his curiosity. It would make him feel like he was in your way. It would make him feel like he doesn't belong with you, and it would make him feel like he's not good enough to help. So <laughs> Daniel Tiger, thanks, Pod Tiff. Daniel Tiger says that you can help, that you're always big enough to be helpful in some way. Um, and so I tried to hear that from Daniel Tiger and <laughs> remember it. So you can always help in some way. In this way, I give them those little tools. The um, I've gotten some... Different kind of wrenches, which are kind of cool. I didn't expect those. Um, he really likes those. Um, Allen wrenches, t mini screwdrivers, anything that comes with those little things. And you'll always get extra pieces. Um, as long as you don't need them, they can play with those pieces. So kind of just toss him over. Oh, look over here. And I put him in the corner of the bed that I've already put together because I can't screw the other ones because he keeps trying to sit in my lap. Um, and they keep falling apart. So I pick them up and I put them over there and I'm like, oh my gosh, this one is so crazy. This one's yours. I love this one. Do you think you could screw this one in for me? Because I have the other one, but it would be so helpful if you did this one because it's just so difficult for me. I need help. And then you leave and go do your thing. They are happy to help. And then they sit there for like, literally, I don't know how long your kids will play alone, but my kids will play alone for a long ass time. So just leave him there until he comes and bothers you again. And then you have to come pull out your Mary Poppins bag and grab some other shit out of your butt. I mean, it's really just <laughs> minute to minute. It's minute to minute. So expect it. Okay. Um, game. This is just a mean game. I <laughs> This is just a mean game. But okay, I'll tell you why. Okay. I would make up a game or I make up a game where my son says something negative. Um, and I just repeat the last two words he said and change the last one in a word rhyme. So if he says, I hate this stupid game, I'll say, pooped mame, expid bame, whatever I want. I'll just keep being ridiculous until he laughs. And if he doesn't laugh, then I'll just be like, ooh, you're not in it for today. Do you want to talk about it? Because you are real mad about this situation. You got something going on, buddy? 
Um, and then now I need to talk about his feelings if that's the case. Usually he laughs though. Um, expectations. Uh, expect assholery. I mean, you're being dismissive of their feelings, so that's kind of an asshole move, which is why I said it's kind of a mean game, but I literally can't take negativity anymore or I'm going to explode. So you got to make it work for you. Um, make yourself laugh. And then if you laugh, you'll be able to help the situation a little bit more even. So, um, we don't like to laugh at the expense of others and we don't like to say mean things or call names, but at the same time, um, you know, just rhyming the last word they said, eh, it's probably not going to cause any long lasting problems. So I think it's probably fine. Um, toy game combo. This is a new thing I discovered and I am so jelly that I never knew about it before. I'm upset with my old self is what I should say. I found a categories game um, and it has a die in there. One single die with every letter of the alphabet on it. Hell yes. What is this wonder that I have stumbled upon? So now I keep it in my pocket because as I previously stated, we spend a lot of time sitting around in the car waiting on other kids to be finished with activities. Mm, much less because of Corona, but still. Actually, much less because of Corona, but now when we do wait in the cars for a very long time because it's because someone has to go into a doctor's appointment or something. So um, I bring it with me, and uh, on the center console of the minivan, which many of you probably <laughs> roll out in, um, the center console has like a nice flat little tray part. Unlike my precious Cadillac Escalade, which did not rip the Escalade. I love you. I miss you. I think of you every day. Um, and so I roll the dice right on top of the center console. And the as whatever letter comes up, oh, A, ants, ants. And then you roll it again. Oh, B, bubbles. Roll it again. This is for a two-year-old. He loves it. Keep it exciting. If you want to play with a 15-year-old, up your word skills. So you roll it. C. Oh, cardiomyopathy. And then make them break the word down. What do they think that means? Cardiomyopathy. Um, so, you know, you got it, boo. Just get you one of those. Dang, those things are awesome. Like get a categories die. Um, if I haven't even looked into it, I should have, I guess, before I brought it up to you guys, but I don't even know if you can just buy one, but it doesn't matter because thrift stores have games like Buku Bucks, so all you need is the die that comes in Scategories. Um, also, <laughs> Scategories is a really fun game, so try to remember to put it back when you're done um, and play that game with your kids because that's a hell of fun game. So, what do I expect? Okay, I expect someone stealing and throwing it. I expect... Um, depending on the age of my thief, that I will have to talk about team playing and how we don't snatch things, depending on, again, the age. Uh, number two, I expect dirty words. If as soon as you open it up to anyone else, expect bad words. Number three, screaming or demanding a snack or candy if you make the stupid rookie mistake, which I have made, of saying cupcake for C or some other dumb crap. Pro tip, do not use a food word or you will be so regretful. If you make the mistake of like getting pee and say, oh, pee is for pacifier. And then you don't have a damn pacifier. It's about to get nuclear in there. So, you know, those kinds of tips just, again, got to tailor it to your children and your babies and make it to where they are kind of in control. And it kind of helps um, their situation. Do they like 
cars, then you won't then then you do a car category with the dice where you categories car categories color categories animal categories whatever habitat and then you roll the dice and try to try to do it there so there's all different kinds of ways to just keep leveling up um, the alphabet games and they are so rad and I can tell you that my husband and I play them constantly so um and really what we just do is that we randomly pick a letter um and then it kind of morphs into oh okay so here's a bonus bonus husband game okay so pick a letter and then for the day that's the letter um and so my husband and I will go back and forth taking turns so I'll say like let's say it's C and um I'll say cardiac and he'll say cardio and I'll say cardiologist and he'll say carrot and I'll say Capricorn and he'll say you know and then it'll just keep going and going and then slowly it honestly just fizzles out because people just don't have um any more words and then the kids come around but then later when you're cooking dinner you'll randomly just be like cardiomyopathy you know and then my husband's usually like damn son that's a good one and I'll be like I know and so then you know now that is over because I am running out of time Oh my God, I'm running out of time, which is so great because it just means I have plenty of content for you next month. So here's what I think I'm going to do. I think once a month, I'm going to check in and I'm going to spill my brains about everything we've done for the past month and how and what I expected and maybe even how it went wrong because <laughs> it does very often. So I want to leave you with a sincere, sincere thank you for sticking through it if you're all the way at the end. Um, I want to remind you that chaos is like quicksand and the more you fight it, the worse it gets. So try to stay calm. You are a wonderful adult. You are listening to this, which means you care about your kids and you're trying to be a better parent. That's it. Trying to be a better parent than the one you were yesterday is the only thing you can ever do. And I'm proud of you for being here. And I am so thankful that you gave me some time to tell you about all the fun things that we do um, and how it goes wrong and how my kids are kind of jerks sometimes because they are, because they're humans and we're all assholes, really. So if you're not, you're faking it and you're lying and you're hiding it. We're all flawed. So just try to remember that about your kids. They're, they're people too. I love you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, if any of you have any ideas on how to play with your kids and you have come up with some badass things that you would like to brag about please send them to me and I will absolutely share them currently we're just going to keep using uneducatedhousewife at gmail.com again this has been the first episode ever of the new podcast how to play with your kids and what to expect I am your host Katie and I so desperately love you and thank you so much for trying to be good parents. Hit me up, uneducatedhousewife at gmail.com, uneducatedhousewife at Instagram. I love you. Bye.